Welcome to Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and experience the performance engineered difference. Hello and welcome to the Trillium Flow Technology Podcast, Flowcast. I am your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and I am thrilled to bring on today's guest. It is Megan Wichuk. She is the Senior Vice President, General Counsel, and Chief Compliance Officer for Trillium Flow Technologies. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. And I am very excited because we think April and we think Earth Day. Everybody's talking about what can we do to make our planet better. And it's really exciting to see the strides that we've made so far to help do that. And then more importantly, what plans we're putting in place for the future. So let's kind of talk about that as it relates to driving environmental change uh, socially, um, then the governance that we have to think of in a manufacturing sect. So as it refers to Trillium Flow technology and your knowledge with what they are doing to make things even better, let's talk about sustainability and why is it so important for Trillium and for you personally? Thanks. So sustainability is important to me. Um, I have a I have a family of five. I was uh, three children, my husband and I, and we have found over the years that we make small changes in our household. Um, you know, recycling at home and. We drive a, an EV car and my kids are learning about sustainability at school. Um, you know, they're coming home and telling me stories about practices at school and, and what they've talked about. And so it's really been interesting to, to kind of witness that and compare it against how, you know, I grew up. Um, and so when I had the opportunity at Trillium to um, begin a sustainability discussion with our executive team, which was back in uh, late 2019, we really started looking at the reasons why we should, you know, be more of an advocate for sustainability in the workplace and how we could highlight some of the practices that the company was already following. So we took some time and we, um, as an executive team, decided that, you know, here here are some ways that we can go about advancing sustainability at the company. And that's no easy feat because, you know, a lot of people have some, you know, great things that they want to accomplish. And from a company standpoint, there are a lot of moving parts there. So what were the next steps to actually make things happen and, and see things come to fruition? So some of the first steps were to um, research the aspects of sustainability that were material to our industry and to Trillium, which is called a um, materiality threshold. Essentially, you're you're looking at um, metrics of sustainability for lots of different industries, and then you sort of narrow it down to manufacturing. And you look at what's important from an environmental standpoint, what's important from a social standpoint, and what's important from a governance standpoint. And so we took the time and we also engaged an outside consultant to help guide us through this process as it was our first time to do that. And we we came up with the metrics that were material to Trillium. And then we now measure ourselves um, in accordance with those metrics. So that was really the first step was to, to kind of figure out what's important, you know, what we should be looking at ourselves 
you know, how well we're doing. And, you know, in some cases more critically, like how well, where should we improve really is the question. And then uh, we set a goal. That was another um, next step was to set a goal of we really want to have a, a 2020 year of data um, and to be able to publish our first sustainability report in 2021. So, you know, as I mentioned, this all started in the very beginning of 2020. So we we quickly put together um, a you know data gathering and then we um, collected all that data, sort of synthesized it. Um, and we had some our consultant help with you know, crafting, drafting, and putting together and guiding us through the sustainability report. So that was published um, in August of last year as our inaugural sustainability report. So that was sort of step two with setting that goal. And then the other important thing to us was to to just really capture the passion and and drive and, and interest. So what we did is we put together a an employee-led team of individuals who sort of applied for the position. You know, they were able to demonstrate how important sustainability was for them. We divided it into two categories. It was both environmental and from a social standpoint, which is that interact interaction with the community, et cetera. And so we we put together this team and then they are the ones who kind of come up with initiatives for us as we um, on a yearly basis. So this green team that, you know, we're, we're talking about, which sounds very exciting, it's kind of like a superhero team. They really are superheroes in a way because we talk about, you know, what we're even talking about in this podcast is to make things better for the earth and the environment around us. So tell me a little bit more about the green team. Yeah, happily. They really are a, a superhero team. Um, these are These are members of our employee that work in every different plant. Um, So we have uh, about 12 plants right now um, worldwide, and there's usually one to two members per plant. And they um, are, sometimes they're in HR, sometimes they're in safety, sometimes they're in manufacturing or engineering, and they have a wide variety of roles. And that's what's great about bringing everyone together. And then they, what they are really doing is putting together and brainstorming um, ideas that are coming from their own plants about what could we do to improve things for Trillium from an environmental standpoint, and then one from a social standpoint. And so what we did um, for the year 2021 was put together um, the two initiatives. Those were one for social, one for environmental. And then the other responsibility of the green team is to really liaise with the lo- local management regarding these initiatives. So they are taking in information about what's important to the plant, but they're also able to disseminate information from the green team's meetings that happen um, every other week. So, And then they have great opportunities to present to management as well. So these are all people who are you know, very passionate about about both social and environmental initiatives. And then they're really going above and beyond their daily job to be part of this team and to give back to Trillium. So you briefly talked about some things with 2021 and the green team and how awesome they were and how it really was possible when people are gathering together to make some great ideas happen. So let's talk about some other initiatives from 2021 and some steps that Trillium was able to take to get closer to its goals. So the the two initiatives that the team chose in 2021 were um, the first one from an environmental standpoint was to reduce single use plastics in the plant by 25%. So that really means that can be anything from a drinking water bottle that's plastic to um, 
plastic uh, wrapping, kind of like a saran wrap that would go around products that are either shipped by us or it can also be shipped um, to us from our supplier. So we really asked the plants to look at themselves um, internally, but also externally um, to look at their suppliers and see if they could ask their suppliers to ship products and something that was a more sustainable product. So that was a great initiative. Um, some plants were further along than others already. Um, some of our European counterparts are a little bit further in the sustainability um, journey than some of our U.S. plants are. So that was also eye-opening, but we just had some really great ideas. There were ideas coming in about buying um equipment that could shred our uh, like uh, cardboard boxes. And then if our uh, something was shipped in a box, then we could shred it and then we could use it as packing material for something that we were shipping back out. So there were just really great ideas that were coming from that. And, and our, our goal was 25%. And we came very close to the goal. So, but that's okay. Like we're really excited that there was that much involvement and that much focus on it. And it just means we're continuing that here in 2022. So that was our environmental goal, um, our initiative, and our social initiative was, um, and I loved this one because we saw such great feedback and involvement, was to grant eight hours of work time um, as dedicated as volunteer time for every full-time employee um, worldwide. Unfortunately, that goal had to be revised during the year due to COVID. We had a lot of situations where we just couldn't volunteer in person, and it was difficult for some of the plants to meet that um, Obviously, COVID continuing on a little longer than than we anticipated at the at the beginning of 2021, but um, I think everybody can attest to that. So we did revise the goal, and by the year end, we ended up with um, you know about 3,500 hours of time that was spent by our employees, and it was just great. We have an internal. Um, hub uh, web, web page that we post a lot of this um, these great stories about volunteering. And so we had people volunteering in schools, um, the executive team here in Houston, we were down at the Houston Food Bank volunteering, and we had uh, people out gardening in um, at schools in the UK. We had some amazing things happening in Italy and in China too. I mean, it was just, it was really great. Um, and I think it's now that it's April of 2022, I'm still seeing those stories come across our internal hub. So it means that the the feeling and the joy that people are getting from giving back is continuing. So so that the and this initiative will also continue into 2022 as well. So we're very, very pleased with the feedback on that and happy for everybody to participate. Yeah, it's that helper's high that they call yeah. it, that that feeling that you get when you give back. And I love how you said you set these goals, you were close, but they're still huge wins because that's plus on the plus side of all the areas that you're tackling that wouldn't have been there otherwise had you not set the goal. So any step in the right direction is a good thing. So I'm excited to see where you guys go in 2022. Speaking of which, this is exciting because you are about to come out with some 2022 initiatives. So tell us about it. Yes. So, so 2022 is a new set. The environmental goal is, is, is centered around having a scorecard for each plant and then some training. So what we felt like, what the green team felt like, this was their initiative, was really looking at each of the businesses. They wanted to have a better feel for how each business rated um, from a from a scorecard of environmental compliance, not compliance in a way of, um, you know, 
spills and things like that. But just, you know, are we really doing everything we should be doing to be more sustainable at the plant? You know, do you have a recycling program? You know, do you, you know, have other initiatives that you're doing from an environmental standpoint? And so that's part of our scorecard. Our green team is developing that um, internally. And then that will be sent out in mid-year of this year. And then each, each plant will be receive a rating. And then they will have steps they need to take based on where they ranked in the scorecard to complete by the end of the year. And then they will take that scorecard test again to see if they've improved. So the idea is that they've improved. And these are attainable issues that they can they can really um, make a big impact at the plant. The second thing that we noticed about that was that, you know, not everybody receives the same information about sustainability. And so what we wanted to do was develop a, an internal training. We do tons of training on safety and um, HR and compliance. And so we wanted to develop a sustainability training about you know the three R's, the reduce, reuse, recycle, and how we can use that um, in the plant and in our business, and then also at home as well. And so that's the second part of that um, environmental initiative. So the social initiative is another one that I'm really excited about. Um, obviously, obviously our business is about highly engineered pumps and valves, right? So engineers are, are you know, the bread and butter <laughs> of what makes these, these pumps and valves um, valuable. And what we wanted to be able to do is put a little more focus on, you know, the steam, stem, education and look into our communities where each of our plants are located and say, are there any, you know, elementary school, high school, trade school, um, university students that have an interest in engineering that would like to come visit um, one of our plants? And learn a little bit more about what you can do with an engineering degree and what more maybe maybe it's not engineering yet maybe it's more math focused you know how math sort of fits into your everyday when you end up working in a plant like this and so the vision is really about and this is being crafted right now but um the vision is about bringing in a, a you know a small group to kind of get an overview of what our company does um, and then understand how engineering and math fit into, you know, so much of what we do um, and then offer them a tour of the facility to kind of see how these really large pumps and valves are made from even larger uh, machines. <laughs> so it's quite a, a, quite an interesting process. And I've been to quite a few of our plants around the world and um, it's, it's breathtaking and eye opening and, um, as a lawyer, I don't I don't have the engineering skills to to understand it all. So I'll probably be attending one of these sessions so, so that I learn a little bit more. But we're excited about being able to, you know, get the community more involved. And then, you know, as with all of these initiatives, we want to have some metrics to that. And so some of this is, is going to be rated on you know, how how well did we do from a presentation standpoint of explaining what we do and how math and science and engineering is really, um, you know, part of our business and part of, of what we manufacture. And you talked about excitement, and I can't let you go before we talk about another exciting element that Trillium is working on, and that's a day of sustainability. And that's going to be coming up hopefully in 2022. Yes. So that's another initiative by the green team, you know, kind of tied to our environmental one there. They wanted to um, make sure that we have a day where it's, I think we're 
calling it like a green day, you know, a sustainability day where we're going out and kind of really focusing on on sustainability in the businesses. And we do that with a safety day. You know, we've had days in the past at Trillium where the whole day is really focused on training and then um, each each group and within a plant going around and finding, you know, hazard areas or areas to improve. And so we thought translating that same feeling to sustainability would also be a great opportunity for us to to find ways to improve things here at Chilean from a sustainability perspective. So very, very happy with that, too. Yeah, and I think that's a fitting way to end this podcast, which is themed around Earth Day and all those initiatives and, you know, directives to producing environmental change. And kudos to Trillium and what they've done so far. Even more exciting to see what can happen in the future. And I think it's that big work of hope of how much more can we do, especially when we come together like that green team. So one person can do a great job, but when you have all those people collectively, and as you said, around the world now, we're seeing so many strides taken. It's it's pretty exciting stuff. So Megan Wichuk, she is the Senior Vice President, General Counsel, and Chief Compliance Officer for Trillium Flow Technology. Megan, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Michelle. This has been wonderful. And of course, if anybody has any questions or you want to have more information about Trillium or things we talked about, you can go to trilliumflow.com and find out some contact information there and some great information about everything that Trillium does around the world. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. This has been the Trillium Flow Technology Flowcast podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Don Mooney, and we will see you soon.